Yeah, Kaneki is watching a Street Fighter right now. And we are live, so while Kaneki jacks off to Street Fighter, how's it going, people? <laughs> we are here to have a discussion about classic and modern anime, what we've been watching, what we will recommend, and talking about like a variety of different topics from there. This is going to be off the cuff, so I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Renegade Operative. Next up, we have Captain Chaos. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, uh, I'm Halo, um, also known as The Girl. <laughs> All right, next up we have Double Hunter James. What's up, people? Next up we have Cal Shishio. How's it going, guys? And I think we have like two other guests that's going to be running late, but we're going to start off here with like what we've been watching currently. Uh, I'm going to make mine really quickly. I've been watching Demon Slayer really fucking good. I've been enjoying it so far. Yeah. Six episodes mm -hmm. in, I, I've been really loving the whole dynamic between, um, you know, Tanjiro and uh, his protecting his sister. I thought that was really cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, I've been watching a little bit of Cowboy Bebop, reminiscing about that, and it's just as good as I imagined it would be in the 90s. So, really enjoying that too. So, anyone else want to go on this? Uh, I'll go ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, so, currently, I've been. Uh, well, obviously, if anybody here follows, well, or at least used to follow my YouTube channel, which is now, of course, on this shoot, uh, uh, me and Blue Spade do seasonal anime reviews. So currently we are doing uh, Psychopaths 3 uh, and Fate Grand Order Babylonia. Now, Psychopaths 3 is pretty good, but uh, I really like, I really don't know much about uh, Babel, uh, Grand Order because it's based on a mobile game. Uh, which is really like has a lot of different uh, storylines and uh, it's a little bit hard to get into because of that. Uh, but it's pretty good so far. Um, and the other thing I've been watching, which we haven't, I haven't been doing weekly episode reviews of was, is uh, Vinland Saga. I've been really excited hey, for Vinland know. Saga because it's based on a manga I started reading not too long ago. Uh, and the basic premise is it has to do with Vikings and the main character's father is killed and he's basically spends uh, uh, spends years seeking revenge against the guy who killed his father. But it also follows multiple different characters and uh, not just the main character. And it is has a surprising amount of character development with like pretty much the entire cast. So. Uh, it's a really good, uh, it, it, the manga is good and the anime is about as good as the manga. Like I've been really impressed with the animation and mm -hmm. the way they've been adapting the story so far. Uh, it's been, it's been really good. So I, I would say it's probably like one of the best anime that's come out this season. Um, new so, episode yeah. today, actually. Yeah. The new episode was really good. I've, I've read past all the stuff that the anime is going to do. So I was really impressed with how they, how they did this scene. Uh, it was great. Uh, I I mean I I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it's uh, uh, it's don't. been really good. So, yeah. It is definitely a show that people should go into without knowing much. I think. Is that the one that's on uh, Amazon? Yep, that's uh, okay. that's the that's the only thing I don't like, and I guess that's a topic we could get into too. Uh, is a lot of these like different uh, streaming services like Amazon Prime, basically having exclusive rights to stream like some of these shows. Uh, so it's like kind of, sometimes it's kind of a clusterfuck. It's like, well, if I want to watch this show, the only legal way to do it is to watch it on this service. And I need to pay like a, a subscription fee for this service. It's not on Crunchyroll, so I need to go sign up for Amazon Prime. 
Uh, but I think the same could also be said for like any show, though. Yeah, uh, I use streaming Amazon. services is just a it's just a mess. I use moment. Amazon a lot, so I already yeah. have Amazon Prime, so it's easy for me. But like yeah. going out of my way to get like, I guess I already have Crunchyroll because I watch it too. But going out of my way, like if I wasn't same. really watching anime, just want to try it out to get a Crunchyroll subscription. I'm like, I, I don't want to do it. I uh, actually what I ended up doing instead of just getting Crunchyroll, they have a whole um, Crunchyroll like started or is involved with like a a bigger channel thing uh, called VRV mm. and they have a um, and if you buy a subscription to VRV which is like $9.99 I think you also have access to uh, watching like old boomerang shows so like old Cartoon Network shows like Cards the Cowardly Dog and mm. like old Tom and Jerry and stuff and then they also have like everything from Rooster Teeth and uh, Cartoon Hangover so like if you get that you get a lot more variety so if you don't want to just get, you know, Crunchyroll for anime, you can think about getting VRV, um, which has a lot more content. I've heard of that site before. I think Verve was advertised by a Dragon Ball YouTuber by the name of Geekdom101. Uh, he's the one that usually recommends it. I haven't checked it out, but may maybe I'll check it out after this podcast. It's cool. I mean, uh, they also have uh, the, the one season of uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, if any of you guys ever uh, listen to that podcast i have not sadly yeah it's it's okay i they're just like a cool podcasting family they're funny you should watch it or listen jameson what have you been watching recently well chaos has already said vinland saga so i'm gonna say black clover i've been up to speed on hmm. uh, uh i i can't get uh, it, it's one it's another one of those long-running shonen shows i is like already like past 100 or so episodes uh it's it's like impossible for me to catch up at this point i have a good question uh, after this uh and yeah. this kind of pertaining to like length and episodes with animes that people want to get into but you just can't because it's way too long like i think one piece one piece is the king is of definitely oh, one of those there's, there's it's most animes that it's good but it's like if you haven't like kept up uh good luck it hasn't even adapted half the manga yet, apparently, or it's only adapted like half of it, like sixty he, some percent, I think it was. He still yeah. got it, dude. Like, that was trending. I was like, that's good timing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess we should talk about that too. People really want the Bleach animated. I want it too. I have Stockholm syndrome for Bleach. They, they. I, I'm, I'm conflicted on that though. Like I've said before, because of how the manga ends. Uh, the manga is incredibly it. rushed near the end. So. I think yeah. the, in the anime's case, they would have a chance to fix the issues that the rush job has. Uh, but I would. I would. The only. I would say I'm not sure, and the only reason because of that is because I don't trust Studio. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Perot. Uh, I don't Perriot, trust. Them. I think. Yeah, I, I think I it's Perriot or Perot. Yeah, I, I don't trust them because mainly because of what they how they uh, fucked uh, Tokyo Ghoul so badly. No, yeah tokyo ghoul is one of those instances of like an anime getting such a terrible adaptation like the first season actually was okay but then after that it just i don't know what the fuck happened well i do know what happened unfortunately they left out so much the first season was absolutely impeccable like well i would i thought it was really really good i was stuck on it for a really long time like the last two episodes like i'll go back and i'll watch those last two episodes of the first season mm -hmm. like every once in a while because i can't get it out of my head but yeah the second uh, season just kind of ruins it all uh 
yeah and i i mean of course we know the only reason they brought back uh our re is because of the popularity of the manga unfortunately mm-hmm. that happens sometimes with anime and manga because well the, the way the japanese economy works is because you know if, if the manga is popular enough then well we're going to do another anime adaptation and that's what they did uh and the problem with re is that because of what the, how they fucked up season two is there's a lot of different uh things that happen in the manga that would have led into re that uh, people are going, would be really confused if they were anime-only watchers and just watched Re without having known about what happens in the manga. They left so, a lot of information like between episodes too. Like it was just like yeah. really important stuff that you needed to know, and like they just like completely skip past all of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, I um, after watching the second season, like I've heard that the third season is even though it is missing that information, they're doing well with what they had to work with. Mm. Um, but okay. I, um, oh, sorry. I haven't even. I, I've just. I don't know that that second season just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, like, I haven't been able to watch the third one. Okay, the problem with season three is that the the studio actually the uh, Perot actually outsourced the animation to another animation studio. Mm. Uh, so the animation suffered immensely. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the first half of Re is. I just still don't like it, but it's not nearly as bad as how they handled the second half. The second mm-hmm. half is incredibly rushed because they try to rush toward the uh, to get to the end of the story. Uh, so basically, they, it, within, I think, the span of 12 to 13 episodes, they try to adapt, I think it was over 60 or 100 or so chapters, uh, and they try to condense all of that. So imagine them rushing so to get to the end. It's, uh, it's pretty yeah. bad. Um, so that yeah, they, just Tokyo Ghoul in general, unfortunately, has just been incredibly mishandled as an anime. I really wish they would reboot it, but I don't. But but this is the whole reason I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I just don't trust Perot, uh because at this point, I know it's it's sometimes it's based on the director of the series, but I just I don't know. I don't trust Perot to to do different things justice at this point. Like uh, yeah, I don't think they would be smart enough to to try to do something different with with the Bleach ending. Yeah, uh, I think they would pretty much. I don't do get it why it's trending now. Like, what's going on? It's making people want it now for, all of a sudden. Bleach? I don't. Uh, yeah, it just all of a sudden popped up on Twitter. They've been doing a lot of like who would win in a fight kind of thing threads going on. Wasn't there like a fan sort of dub that um, Johnny Young Bosch was a yeah. part of as Ichigo? Yeah. It's like a fan sort of yes. thing they got going on. Yeah, it was a fan animation. Uh, oh. Johnny Young Bosch. Johnny Young Bosch has been like really vocal about wanting. Yeah, he animation. says he's absolutely down for it. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I stopped. So, um, growing up, I I watched a lot of anime growing up uh, because I I was lucky enough to have a family of a bunch of weebs. Uh, my <laughs> mom and my uncles they would all watch a lot of uh, shonen anime. Um, so like I grew up watching watching Bleach, Naruto. We never really watched One Piece because we didn't like the animation style. But it's just, it's weird to hear about Bleach now. Like, I didn't, I liked it fine enough, but um, growing up, I was more of a shoujo anime person. Like, uh, I liked a lot of slice of life anime uh, a little more. But, like, now that I've grown up, like, there's some shonen anime I like more, but, you know. The only one I've currently been watching, uh, or at least trying to keep up with, is My Hero Academia, um, uh, and mainly mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier to keep up with that one because they I do keep it. Forgetting the latest episode, yeah, the latest episode was really good. It was yeah. really good. 
I'm too old school for this. It's like if you talk shonen, then usually I just go to like either Dragon Ball Yu-Yu or Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho oh. is really fucking Yu-Yu good. They wanted to bring Yu Yu Hakusho. They they want to do like these OVAs, and I'm like, when are those coming out? Uh, oh. the, the one yeah. OVA came out like a year ago. Yeah, they did like I think they did a couple. They did one that was just like a. Uh, I think Yusuke going back to the spirit world and fighting some people. And then the other one was the backstory of how Kurama and um, he <gasps> met. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. I haven't even watched them because like, I'm like a part of me is like worried that it's not going to capture the magic from when I was a kid. And I'm just mm. going to be sorely disappointed, but Kurama and he were my favorite characters. I, I, I just it. made it just made me want them to to redo or just reboot the uh the anime and like moderate with modern animation like i really would like to see that uh, i mean that would be that would be cool but i don't think like now i don't think there's like a lot they would have to reboot a lot because i don't think yeah. there's a lot of money in tournament anime so much anymore like, I, I guess there, they, there's been so many other shows that have done it uh, yeah. at this point too yeah I think the tone of the anime is pretty different from a lot of anime that's out now. Kind of similar to like Cowboy Bebop and stuff like that. With like the older mm-hmm. anime. Yeah, it was dark, like at some point. Yeah, yeah. Very dark. Yeah. Very mature yeah. sub very mature subject matter too, especially when I used to watch it when it was on television. Mm-hmm. And they didn't censor any for like the most part, they did not censor stuff. So I was like, this is some dark shit for my age. That's I what I liked care. about I it. it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I ended up liking it. I was just surprised thinking back about it now. I'm like, there's a lot of dark shit we used to watch as Look, I got, I got to say it. Dark tournament, best arc. That was just, even though it was like, yeah, like you had to say that. That's what everyone. (laughs) There are some, there are, there are some people out there that actually prefer Chapter Black. I don't know why, but they just. I mean, I like generally all of them, but yeah, I will say probably Dark Tournament's everyone's most fond memory. Yeah. Also, the series actually kicks off for the most part. Yeah. 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 Like, that's when, I think that's also, like, that was at its height of popularity in, at least America, because, like, during, I think it was, like, during the Dark Tournament art specifically that they, it was airing in, um, on, like, Toonami, so at, like, 5.30 p.m., so when everybody got home, so yep. it was, like, the most accessible. Toonami has time. a way of, like, always after school, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that arc just really had the most memorable characters or like because mm-hmm. you, you can think about it like the last arc did have people like to grow and shit in it, but it just wasn't epic in scale as the Dark Tournament arc. It's also a time um, most of the main characters had serious uh, character development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm never gonna forget that scene where fucking Genkai died and Yusuke saw it mm-hmm. and he was like super pissed and then he got body bites mm-hmm. a girl. And then he <laughs> had the uh, spirit gun that shot in the air. That was cool. Uh, I really like, um, it's a very simple, it's a very, well, it's like a simplistic fight uh, compared to like the rest of what happened in the dark tournament. But when UCA goes up against uh, that guy with an Australian voice where they just got their oh, yeah. heels up. Uh, I know what you're talking guy. about. But I think I it's you. I think that's his name. The guy that Someone. drinks a lot. Yeah, Chew. yeah, it's Chew, Chew something like that. I think the guy it's who Chew. drinks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. What? Like it's it's a cool fight, even though it's so yeah, simple. They, they they have like uh, yeah, the part where they, they have, have those those it. knives or, or some razors, like, razors edge yeah. death match something. Like, yeah, yeah like, I think they it's had knife a name edge for it death match. 
Yeah, they, they just, had, they had just like start beating the shit out of each other. It was, it was fucking great. And if you step back, you'll keep cutting your foot or something like that. That was yeah. like how the yeah. stipulation worked. I, I think it to... was uh, if they go out of the knife circle or whatever, you get eliminated. So you can't move. Yeah, you had to stay yeah. on it. But the thing is, every time they were getting punched, they were pushing their, their one foot into the blade over and over. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's kind of an endurance contest. Yu Yu was fucking hardcore, man. That's why I yeah. loved it so much. Dude, yeah. so good. Karama versus yeah. Karasu was my favorite fight, too. One of my favorite fights. I'm trying to think classic. Uh, you know what? It's an easy one. Inuyasha. I watched the shit out of oh, Inuyasha. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna mention that too. Like that was Who one hasn't, of the first. Fam? Come on. That was I, I. I wasn't that into anime until like around middle school, and like the mm -hmm. uh, Adult Swim came on, and they had like they had the. I remember the lineup. What it was? It was Bleach. It was Code Geass. It was Death Note, and then I think Inuyasha. They had all this good shit back. Yeah, then. it was. Those were like the anime I first like really got into. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, in you watch it, like I, I, I was definitely one of them. I uh, I remember with Yasha, I um when I was probably in like the fifth and sixth grade, maybe a little bit into the fourth grade. What I would do for a really long time is I found out I that hi, um, I found out that I could set timers uh, on my TV for my TV to turn on onto a certain channel. So what I would do is I just program my TV to turn on when you, or no, when Inuyasha was playing on Adult Swim <laughs> at like fucking 2.30 you know, in the always, morning. Yeah, it's always yeah, it was so damn late. Never knew yeah. why. I stayed up so late watching those shows. I did not care. I was like, fuck it, we're watching it. I remember exactly. it was so agonizing when I was watching Bleach because I was like, when are they going to get out of Waco Mundo? They're still <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It went on for so long. I'm like, please, stop. Like, can we? Can something happen? Like, And they would be fighting the same dude for like five episodes. Things like, kind of picked up again after it that. Did. Like, I, I know a lot of people like the Arankar arc a lot. I'm like, it's... It has its moments, but I I don't like shit like that. There's a there's a lot of fluff in between. Games. It yeah, like and I really hated two. I forget what their name is. There's a one dude with the huge head, and then like the other dude that tags along with uh, Nell. And I'm like, I, I hated them. One Pesce, oh, but I can't remember yeah, who Pesche. the other one is. Transformed, yeah. The dude with like the giant mask head. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. I think uh, one of my other favorite fights from Bleach is probably him and Aizen when they fought for the final. Yeah, fight. I. I, yeah, like that was a really. Uh, I, it was a little bit one sided, but I, I liked. I liked that. Oh part. yeah, um, you knew it was gonna happen. Saint side. Yeah. To too. be fair, Eisen's been like one sided the whole show, so it's it somehow yeah. had to flip the other way. I like I, I, I like the Ukiura fight a lot better. I think uh, in in terms of fights, um, that arc. Cool. It was cool to see Ichigo lose it a little bit and then yeah. like transform. Anything with Kempachi yeah, literally died as a W. <laughs> My uh, my thing that kind of drew me to Bleach that I liked was that like how unique everyone's uh, Bankai was and like being yeah. able to like I don't know I guess like figuring out what one person's Bankai was and how it relates to their character that was always real cool for me. But then once uh, but once I saw most of those Bankai, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I probably stopped after um, after they left. Uh, not Hueco Mundo. Mundo. It was uh, just like the where all the Shinigami hung out. Oh, the uh, Soul Society. He, yeah, Soul Society when they were saving Rukia. Yeah, that's the that was the height of Bleach. Uh, after yeah. that, it it kind of, I would say, yeah, it goes. I would say it, fluctuates. It fluctuates. Well, the because after that was the Bounce arc, I think, which is filler. Uh, mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it fluctuates and. 
yeah. Uh, the Iran car arc dragged on the longest, and it was the. I I don't know. It wasn't the weakest arc, but it was it was up and down. All I'll say and is, no matter how OP Eisen was, he will never get his body as Madara. For oh, getting oh, body for a weak ass character, yeah, Kaguya, <laughs> she sucks. I heard some aliens come in and kill him or something like that. And, what? and, and no, I, I um, don't know. That's how somebody or, described it. In Naruto, I think it was Naruto. Whatever. Yeah. No, for but all I know is that her clan are a bunch of fucking like space ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is getting ridiculous. Even that arc yeah, sucks. I heard this so... where the story gets really stupid. Yeah, that, I, okay, that arc sucks I... so bad that people just want to forget about it. I okay, so I watched most of Naruto. Um, I my mom has a shirt that said "I survived the arc" because yeah, we watched like we were watching Naruto like as they were airing in Japan, hmm. and we we lived through the what 150 filler episodes that Oof. they had. Um, but, um, who's the space ninja? You gotta... <laughs> talking about Kaguya. Kaguya's clan. So apparently she has a clan that just is still existing, and they're, like, in space and shit, and then they go to Earth, and I'm like, this is getting weird. She gets, oh, she so gets bodied in, like... I know Naruto gets ridiculous, but it's like, come on. She gets yeah, beaten in, like, cool. seconds. Remember, a show about ninjas. Like Naruto is just one of those pirates. shows. Totally. It, it's probably because I didn't. Naruto wasn't one of the gateway anime that I watched when I was getting into mm -hmm. it. But I just, I honestly never got that into Naruto. Like I know a lot of people like it, but uh, I don't. I just, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Like uh, for me, it was just like Bleach, Death Note, Full Metal Alchemist, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, Inuyasha, Kogia, some of these other shows. Um, I watched I, I, a, yeah. I watched a lot of Death Note. Uh, I was going to say that too. Yeah, Death yeah. Note. Death Note so kept me really hooked when I, when I watched it. Death Note was like fucking CSI the anime edition. Yeah, it basically was. Yeah. I think that's why it got so popular in America is because like we were kind of like around that time we were kind of not bombarded but like the most accessible anime were anime like Bleach, Naruto, One Piece, and they're all very heavy action anime. And this was like the first, like, really super popularized, like, not necessarily, not necessarily like cerebral anime, but it's it's not based in combat. Like, it's like definitely a, a it's, battle of wits. It was a darker tone too. Like, Ghost yeah, of was another one that was like an older like. It's a, it's, yeah, Detective Conan. That's also like detective yeah. style and not much action. So that also exists. Well, I mean, yeah, they, uh, other anime like that existed, but, you know, like, what were shown in action anime. That is true. You know? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just, uh, Death Note was really cool, and also L was a real easy cosplay, <laughs> so. I mean, all he uh, has is, like, a it's shirt. It's just a wig. Oh, you, you SMG. That's your Get a long sleeve sweatpants He's like the the lazy boy cosplay. If you want to just do it, just slap on some jeans, sit in a chair, hunch over. <laughs> there you go. Yep, exactly. It was great. I loved it. Cowboy I will okay. at least give the guy that was trying to be L in the movie like credit to trying to copy his mannerisms at least. But he was pretty the, accurate. The way he was written was just trash. I was like, that's not. He got I really like. Out. He started freaking out, and I was like, that's he, not. He, he fucking chased after light with a gun. Like, I mean, okay, so and this is we're talking about the 
the American movie. The really So, like, I respect what they were trying to do. Like, they were trying to make, I guess, the Death Note story more, I guess, not accessible. (laughs) Yeah, but more... Yeah, just more relatable to uh, American audiences. But yeah, it, I think it did the opposite. Yeah, I, I think the worst great. part, I think the writing was just terrible. Like the way the characters were written, it's like, I don't know, like, he, it just feels like the, the director writers, they didn't do their research into like the anime. I think the only person that like, this is why I said that I liked L, like the guy that played him, I think he did a good job because he said he actually looked like did his research uh mm-hmm. something that i don't think the writers or the directors actually cared to do because the characters yeah. are nothing like their anime counterparts yeah so. one one thing is uh like a couple of- they they did a um a live action tv show in japan for death note and the tv drama yeah i i I only watched a couple of episodes. I hated it because <laughs> I, I think um, like the first thing that they tried to do in that show was like humanize light a lot or like try to give him justification for using the death note, like real person justification rather than him being mm. just like a megalomaniac. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, already no, up. no. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> like, yeah. no, no. And, like, uh, light is 100% not supposed to be a, uh, oh god, what's the term I'm thinking of? Like, sympathetic? Uh, yeah, he's not supposed to be a sympathetic character. I mean, he's like, that, that's kind of dumb, too, because it's like, they're all characters in the original Death Note, like the anime and the manga, are already human. Dude. Some yeah. people just, some people react to having those kind of powers differently. That's the, just how light the, went. The theme, the theme of Death Note is the, is the absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like, Light, right. he probably would have been, like, a normal dude, like, maybe with, you know, an ego if he never had obtained the Death Note. The problem is, when he obtained the Death Note, his ego, like, just completely, like, took, got the better of him, and he got, uh, obtained right. a god complex. Uh, his intelligence doesn't, didn't help either because he's already a genius basically yeah yeah that's you know that makes sense be, like with him having an ego just because yeah he was the smartest guy he knew and like he didn't say that to anybody because he was you know smart enough to know not to say that to people but hmm. he knew he was always the smartest guy in the room so he probably would have been kind of a dick anyway but and they're making <laughs> but a he wouldn't have been show. he wouldn't have been like a mass murderer yeah. <laughs> when he killed when he killed l was like that was like him at the like Height, the peak of his like intelligence. He was like, "Yeah, you're not, you're not gonna get me." And, no way. and they're making a sequel to that shit show movie, so look forward to that. It's like, I, fam. The only, we... the only thing that gives me hope is they said they're, they're doing a different approach with the sequel, which I don't know what they mean. Uh-huh. By that. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Same actors. There's so That's... many problems with the Netflix movie. Like, I, I just, I don't, I real, I think the biggest insult is light. Like the way that, that that guy like portrayed like, I was like oh I don't know like him that was kind of was black <laughs> yeah that too but I mean the way that didn't what I don't I don't remember that dude's name but I did I did not like his the way he played you know what light's about to get the W let me like, freak out and get a gun huh twist it was me it was Misa all along she was she was the uh she was the I don't even remember what Misa looks like from the generic yeah, she was a generic. She was like a girl. goth. She she yeah. tried to pull off the goth look. Yeah. 
in the movie. I she's guess like I guess that like, would be the only earlier. weird way they could have done it, since the pop idol thing isn't really a thing here. I just don't think they really cared to to, to adapt it properly. Honestly, oh, I just I just didn't see the market for this. Change. Let's change all the characters to be Western characters. I'm like, okay. Why did it feel I more like I already have the dubs? What? So why do I care? Why the problem it... too is the director. The director Adam Wingard. He, his his only like the only thing I know of him is he did the Blair Witch, uh, the 2016 one, which wasn't yes. good, and oh. he also did like some. He did Your Next, I think, which was an okay horror movie. But... No, Your Next was a great horror movie. It is one of <laughs> Okay, here's it, the thing. Yeah, like he—he's really hit or miss. I think. Like, hold on, hold on. He's, it depends on what he's doing. Yeah. Hold on, yeah. what are you gonna say, Run? Here, here's the thing. Uh, that movie felt more like Final Destination than Death Note yeah. because the deaths were yeah. like super <laughs> over the top and fucking ridiculous. I guess decapitated with a ladder. So my thought with it is like I can like why they would want to Americanize it a little bit like I think in the current like climate especially in America where they were trying to market this movie like Death Note is kind of a risky movie to adapt just because of how prolific like school shootings are and stuff like that and a character like Light I think if they represent him in his purest form like I don't think that would be a useful character in the media to have right now um uh, uh, it, it depends like i mean I, I i'm fine with them like i i knew obviously it wasn't going to be like a completely like 100 percent you know uh like accurate interpretation of the source material uh but I, I i'm fine with like liberties being taken uh but it it, it depends like you know how how much uh how, how different do you want it to be until it's to the point where it right. doesn't really resemble the original source material anymore <laughs> I didn't think I mean, Elle was going to be running around with a gun, so... Yeah, yeah that's like, you with a gun. I think, like, I think in that point, like, it might have been... Because there are some parts of the movie that I can like, they sacrifice the story to say something to audiences. Like, having Elle run around with a gun. He's, like, <laughs> he's a black guy in law enforcement. And he's the one with the gun this time? I don't know. He like, needed to hold his gun sideways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a chess I don't know. player, man. Get out the gun when you're about to lose. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if the writers were really thinking that uh, that on that deep of a level, like when they wrote think, the movie. I think there was some, like, I think there was some thought, just not enough. Well, yeah. But, I think there yeah. was, like, I think, uh, in my opinion, I think they put a lot of thought into making L black because I think that's <laughs> like because <laughs> because it's like that specifically is a really touchy subject in america and just uh, like making ow. making a black character that's like prolific in law enforcement i feel like like even though they didn't think it all the way through i think it's like there was something that they're like we gotta do this i think the guy who portrayed him was a decent actor but yeah. it was well, just the source material it's he just the source material it's weird yeah you can have great there. actors, but if your script so sucks and the director sucks, yeah. You so, so who's hyped for that? Ghost in the Show. Ghost in the Show. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, well, I think he's talking about the Netflix. Uh, the... No, I'm talking about that. Let's talk about it. No. Oh, the, oh, the, <laughs> no, the live no. action one? Let's, let's just not. 
No, the CG three D one. I, I, I honestly thought the live action one was was okay. Like I I know a lot of people hate it. Uh, and this is coming from someone who has read the manga for Ghost in the Shell and seen like all the anime adaptations. So I mean, I, I thought it was actually okay. Uh, I it wasn't it wasn't terrible and it wasn't like amazing either. I, mean, I think it was the other kind of thing. I think the only reason why people are, are don't like the live action and the upcoming Netflix ones because look like it's not even close to the was it the creator's image to the world uh, of Ghost in the Shell compared well, to uh, Ghost in the Shell has many different um interpretations of it like there is there's standalone yeah. complex like the the original yeah, that, manga is yeah standalone complex is its own thing for the most part like it takes some things from the original manga but it's for the most part its own story it's just really i i'm not a big fan of like um like a problem i actually really watch ghosts in the shell because i've never been a big sci-fi person um but like a lot of um a lot of problems that some of my friends that did watch it had was just like it felt like they were just like picking and choosing um what what parts like what parts of japanese culture in ghosts in the shell they wanted to uh, i guess like uh celebrate and then the, and then they were like, "Yeah, we know this takes place in Japan, but you know, let's let's get some ScarJo in there, even though the main character is Asian in Japan." Uh, just... Well, th- this is the thing. Um, the main character Motoko, she she could uh, she's a cyborg, so she can take on the appearance of anybody. Uh, they that's a point that they make a few times in the standalone complex series is that. If Motoko wanted to be in the man's body, she could easily do that. She just doesn't choose to. She usually likes to be in in one particular body. Uh, so I mean, I if if she was specifically supposed to be Asian in the original, or like you know that's how she is supposed to be identified, then I I would have a huge and yeah, I would also kind of have a problem with it. I'd be like, well, that's not accurate. But because she's a cyborg, it's like well, you can kind of play around with it. It's not you know one particular race or one particular characteristic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I don't really have as much of an issue with it uh, in this in in the movie, uh, <laughs> and also also the movie too. Like I, I feel like the setting is kind of like it it, it not it's not really like it it's not important. I don't think that it takes place in Japan. Like it could it could take place anywhere, and I, I don't think it really affects the story that much. It's like just just make it a typical like uh, dystopian city or something. And then, I think it's the know. tone wasn't really like as there as it was in the anime so a lot of people were like i kind of i thought the tone was i thought the tone was for there for the most part i mean i don't know i i guess that's kind of subjective like you know if you don't think the tone is there so um one thing uh that you guys mentioned actually kind of wanted to i was actually really stoked to talk about in this mm-hmm. is um like even though like maybe to us like a setting in an anime um might not seem like might not seem important like i think a lot of people forget that uh anime is and i'm trying to explain this in the in the proper way that i've done research on it's just like it's an inherently japanese like it's not even that it's just inherently japanese it's just that it it is for japan and it's an art for -hmm. japan it's not like just a media so like a lot of uh like more cerebral anime 
uh, in in like the 90s and stuff were were really a lot of them were critiques on Japanese society. So yeah. I think like um, I can't really say to Ghost in the Shell because I didn't really watch it, but you know maybe to a Western audience like the. Um, the setting might not be uh, that important, like as important, but um, it's also possible that you know there there might have been a lot of really important critiques about J- Japanese society that connected with the setting that maybe us oh, as yeah, audiences uh, yeah. see. That is true to some extent because there are some yeah. stories in Ghost in the Shell where it is a critique of the of the Japanese government. Um, yeah, but that. Another thing you have to keep in mind is the Ghost in the Shell was also originally inspired in part by Blade Runner, uh, okay. which is yeah, like so. That's why I don't think the setting is is as important as I think people are really mm-hmm. making it out to be. And you also have to keep in mind too, like, are there a majority of anime that obviously do take place in Japan and are important to the Japanese culture? Yes, but there's also other anime that have Western settings and specifically right. wanted to uh, cater to that kind of you know or or to. Right. Uh, uh, try to emulate that sort of like society and all that. So I mean, I think there's an argument to be made for uh, for uh, the other side as well. Is that, um, but yeah, I, I do mostly agree that yeah, it's supposed to. Uh, it is for the most part, it's very inherent to you know the, uh, the culture of Japan and all that. So you know, Bef- I, I can bef- see where you're coming from. Before, I don't know how you. Oh hmm? god. No, I was gonna say like uh, before people give those like weird critiques about like how the style of an anime is. I think they need to remember that everything has a genre. So whether it's like, yeah. you know, sci-fi, whether it's like Spaghetti Western, etc., uh, everything has a genre, whether it's like westernized or based in Japan. So uh, to say there's something wrong with it, it's just like a stylistic choice. I don't see the issue with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, I find myself in the middle on that because like I mentioned, there are plenty of, of anime that are trying to be more you know like try to have a western setting or trying to have more of that western art style um so i mean it's it's just i think we need to look at it as something that you know it can it can be whatever it wants to be you know like it and and, yeah like i think you're trying to say it it could be what it wants to be but it should also be varied as well like we've seen stuff like i mean like for example like avatar or like what about some of these uh like you know when i I guess when like you know Koreans or something they want to make like an anime like you know show or or the, the Chinese have done stuff like that before I mean that this is something that goes over to manga as well like you know you think about uh like there, there is a specific thing called a uh, manhua which is like Chinese uh Chinese made manga uh and there's also mangaka which I believe is is Korean. usually I think specific to Korean like Korean made well, manga I thought um I thought mangaka was uh, referring to the um creator of the, yeah, the manga could, yeah, artist, that could be like too, the manga yeah, is the is the author, the author and uh, an artist. Yeah, I might have got the term for that wrong, yeah. but like, but my point though is is like, yeah, there there is like, it, it it kind of goes over like a wide like you know there are other people of other Asian ethnicities that also are involved mm-hmm. in that, and, and yeah. there's also like you know I, I think another example like you know uh, Castlevania like you know that or Avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they try to emulate the anime art style and the animation, uh, you know. So so I mean like it's it's something that that everybody's trying to trying to get on board with, you know, and trying to right. 
do that, but I think they all have like varying degrees of success because um, yeah, you can think about some of the Japanese anime out there, like how they butchered uh, Tokyo Ghoul with season two, uh, and mm-hmm. it's like wow, shit. <laughs> Speaking of which, we have Drill like trolling in the chat saying, uh, "Ask Chaos if uh, Tokyo Ghoul is his favorite season for season two. Oh, for, <laughs> I, I don't know which I like more or which I dislike more, season two or or re. Um, I, oh, I think he did say Re. What, what's oh, the Re, difference? I, like, what is Re? For Re Tokyo is a Ghoul? sequel series to. Uh, it's basically a continuation of yeah. uh, Tokyo Ghoul. It's yeah. essentially yeah. it's the uh, it's essentially the third season. Oh yeah, uh, it's like yeah. three years later. This is what this is. Yeah, and, but like we mentioned was... before, the problem is with the anime adaptation is they they completely left out the uh, the, the second half of the story. Uh, so they decided to go their own direction with the story, which was they decided okay. to kind of pick and choose with what they wanted to adapt from the second half of this Tokyo Ghoul manga uh, with season two. Uh, but they also left a lot of things out, uh, and they decided to the the main the main difference is is uh, Kaneki deciding to join the Algiri tree, uh, which I yeah, yeah that was that was not that what was happened not in the manga. Yeah, that's right. not how it happened. <laughs> Yeah, I um I didn't I'm not I'm not much of a manga reader. Like I I wasn't but... and I got more into it recently. It but... depends on like when I watch anime now, like the newer ones at least. I mm-hmm. like to see what's going on ahead, so I kinda so watch I... the, the <laughs> manga yeah, sometimes you get tired of waiting for the next season, so you're yeah. like I need to I need to know. That's how I that's felt a... with uh Berserk. I, I couldn't wait uh, anymore. That's yeah, that's I, I got completely caught up with Berserk. Um Berserk is is I I it really pisses me off with how they've handled the anime adaptations for Berserk as well. Like, uh, I know, of course, Addy Shankar, the guy, the guy behind uh, Castlevania, said he wanted to make a, a, a Berserk anime, but uh, I, I'm sure he'll probably he might do something like that after he's Wait, done. Do we not have a Berserk anime? I could have swore that we was have, okay. we do that we do but, that they didn't uh, finish. I forgot why. Like oh. they, they abruptly stopped mm-hmm. the new one. Yeah, that well, why in the original people didn't like the new one, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the middle with the new one. I don't hate it. I'll mostly. I used to be story. kind of neutral about it, but I, looking at it more, to be honest, I, I really don't like it. I really would prefer if we got like somebody to come and actually do a proper adaptation of it because I, I, I can't get behind that animation. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, just, I was gonna say I assume prefer the hand drawing stuff. I really like. I I really wish they would have gone ahead with what they wanted to do with the movies. Uh, the studio behind the movies, uh, studio I think it's Studio Four C. I really wish they would have continued. Uh, but you know, with the because uh, they wanted to do like uh, they wanted to go forward with uh, the other arcs in the story. Uh, but I think because the, the movies didn't sell well in Japan, they they didn't. They stopped like at the end of the Golden Age arc. Uh, so the, the movies I think are probably the best. Honestly, I I think honestly the best way to experience it is the '90s anime. But I think the movies did a very good job as well. Uh, I think if you wanted like a better, uh, a more updated animation version of that, then the movies are a good way to go. Um, I I just I would avoid the new the new one. Honestly, I just I would just say go read the manga instead. Oh, now I remember. I was gonna say, how would nobody mention Moroni Kenshin beyond me? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Moroni Kenshin's you great. You want to talk about some deep shit? Watching that as a kid, man. Oh. My my yeah. only issue with it is that they never, unfortunately, they never got the chance to finish it. So in order to see like a piece of the Jinchu arc, you had to watch the Samurai X movie that takes place in mm-hmm. the past. Yeah, yeah, you did to watch the movies after the anime. Yeah. Yeah. 
I um I remember oh gosh, um I watched a lot of Road Intention. Uh my uh I was completely infatuated with Sanosuke. Um I remember he was the guy with the big old sword. Um but I watched that show like about as much as I watched Yu Hakusho. show. Like those were my two shows like around that time period. I could yeah, not. Toonami was pumping out. Yeah, oh, hit yeah. after oh, hit anime, oh, man. Yeah. Holy shit. And then I Toonami mean, yeah. had like a late version as well where they said, oh, we're going to have like all the anime uncensored. So I'm like, damn it, I got to stay up till like 1 a.m. Yeah, I remember um, <laughs> yeah. they I did Dragon was... Ball Z uncut. I remember that was like a big, oh, big yeah. advertisement they were doing on TV. The selfie. So I never got into Dragon Ball Z. I felt oh, like. Oh, you're not alone. I... Okay. As long as fuck, believe me. Yeah. I mean, um, like a lot of my friends, they watch Dragon Ball Z, they really enjoy it, and I can see why it could be enjoyable. But personally, like the the only parts that I really enjoyed of Dragon Ball Z were their filler. Honestly, like watching Piccolo and Goku try to learn how to drive, that was like comedic <laughs> gold. Okay, that was great. So I liked OG Dragon Ball more than I like Z. To be honest with you. Like going back and watching it. Isn't Dom like that, James? I swear. The only thing he doesn't... No, he likes Z and Super, actually. He likes things from all of them. Mm. The only thing he says he doesn't like that Z started doing was they kind of dropped the martial arts stuff, and they just power focused up. on... They, they kind of flipped it to the alien and all the power stuff. Mm. Which oh, he okay. says he likes all of them for different reasons, but he says it is kind of lame that they stopped at the martial arts aspect. That like was what? from the uh, original Dragon Ball. Like watching OG Dragon Ball and like the fight like Piccolo versus Goku both times was phenomenal. And then to go like back to Z, I mean I guess I, I do like Z for all the power ups and stuff like that and the different techniques they it have. But was uh, was Piccolo in Dragon Ball? I thought that was when, yes. Like, he, he was. His father was. His father uh, was. Okay. He and, was too. King Piccolo. Yeah, and then he comes King back King. like at the end. Piccolo Junior is at the end. Yeah. He's yeah. The last fight. Okay. But, so um, mm. what about I? Sorry, I will. I'll let you go because my thing might change the subject. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, uh, the the thing about Dragon Ball Z is that one of the things I don't like is that after a certain point, the other characters do not matter. It's like you have to be a Saiyan or you have to be Goku. After a while, they just stop caring about the humans. Oh, that's what it's like for Super for me. Yeah, it's just, it's gotten too far. Like in the manga Super right now. Tried. Like the, yeah. it, toward, I would say towards the end with the tournament of power, they made other old characters relevant. Like Android Seventeen, I always liked him. Master Roshi, Master Ro Master Roshi. I'm like, how? I like Master Roshi, but I'm like you really swapped Boo out for him. Well, he'd be, <laughs> Boo'd be we we got cucked on Boo. That got me pissed off. Boo'd be pretty OP. He couldn't die. Yeah, that's probably why. I know that's probably why they did it, but it's like, god damn it. Yeah, yeah. there's no there's no risk when you throw Boo in a fight. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, what I was going to say a second ago, I guess I might be um, kind of like speaking to the wrong crowd here. Uh, but, you know, we spent most of this uh, podcast talking about, you know, a lot of shonen anime that were our favorites. But did you guys have any shoujo anime or like any like maybe slice of life, non action oriented anime that you guys ever watched that you enjoyed? Uh, Mysterious I... Girlfriend X. I've heard of that. Tenchi Muyo? I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah, I saw so, Yeah, Tenchi Muyo. Off the top of my head, School Rumble. I like that show. Mm -hmm. I, I heard School Rumble. Good. Um, I was a big fan 
uh, I was a bit like it didn't get uh, it didn't get a lot of popularity until recently. I really liked Orin High School Host Club. <laughs> I don't know uh, if you guys yeah, might have watched that. I, I, I do. I have seen that. <laughs> Orin High School Host Club. I think even though it might seem to have like a very vapid, uh, just you know, oh cute boys kind of thing going on, like there was a lot. Like, I feel like it's one of those uh, things kind of like bring it on where a lot of people just kind of assume it's like, no, I, I'm serious, I'm serious. Uh, where on the surface, it seems like it's it's very vapid and just like, hey, we're just going to appeal to women here with these, you know, uh, in bring it on case, uh, you know, fun, cheery dance moves, but in, uh, in, in host club, you know, with, with pretty guys, like, it had it had a lot of like cool deeper stuff going on like class disparity <laughs> um and just like what gender means to people so i thought it was really cool i watched one it was called haven't you heard i'm sakamoto oh yeah i heard about that <laughs> yeah, there's another one it it has action in it but um it has all this wacky weird shit uh flco used to watch Cooley. that like all the time oh my god they're supposed to be bringing it back, or they might have already done it. I don't know. I heard they had they like did, a second did, season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they they brought it back on Tsunami. I I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, my friends I were real into it. I just yeah. remember the main character had like a giant ass finger yeah. coming out of his forehead. Oh, yeah, and yeah. she was ridiculous. And he had like a robot with him and a girl with a guitar that used to yeah. fight like aliens. It was really cool. Um, I also just want to like take a second. I don't want to like take over the. Take a second to, no, it's fine. Um, talk about like also just magical girl anime, like how cool those were. Is for me specifically growing up, like things like Sailor Moon and like Card Captor Sakura, just because like anime. Yet yeah, most popular anime were very you know were shown in those you know that were really popularized. But um, with anime like. Um, Sailor Moon and Carcaptor Sakura being so popular, like, those were, like, as a little girl, those were so empowering, because not a lot of stuff like that was, like, out around that time, like, not a lot of, um, like, little girl with powers things were, were out around that time for me to watch, so, like, just, you know, we talk a lot about, uh, how shonen anime, you know, really is really cool and how we really enjoy it but i just wanted to give a really cool shout out to you know some you know magical girl shoujo anime that also was very important there and that's a... my little soapbox as the girl <laughs> there was I, I think the only magical girl show i've seen was uh, madoka magica uh, of course which is a great yeah. and depressing and <laughs> amazing yeah. anime well i i liked it too because it's a deconstruction of the magical girl exactly girl thing right <laughs> no it, yeah and it was so cool like especially yeah just how how they prey on little girls especially like once they're going through puberty predisposed to depression which is what would change them into a witch yeah like that's so fucked up and so cool <laughs> yeah think of another one i really like lupon the third He's a really cool character, you, you know, like a thief that still shit. Yeah, it's like, that's another one that really doesn't have, like, a whole lot of action, just it's mostly about the characters and what they do, and how they get, and how they get out of, like, all these weird situations. I, I thought that was pretty fun. Oh, okay, I, I just thought a really good slice of life one I saw, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Welcome to the NHK is a really good one that I think it's pretty underrated. Uh, okay. The thing with that is is it's it's relatable to pretty much anybody, although it specifically kind of tackles the whole issue of the, the hikikomori problem in Japan, where there's a bunch of shut-ins who basically don't right. want to go outside ever. Uh, Same. But it, what a mood. Yeah, like it, it's a relatable show because it's like I, a lot of people have felt like that, where it's like I don't want to leave my house and I, you know, like I feel like the world's against me, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of how the main character is. Like he just kind of lazes around all day and then there's this girl who kind of wants to help him out um and then we kind of go on these this adventure with him where he ends up lying to her about him because he wants to impress her and he's like oh i'm making a video game and it ends up that his friend uh, who lives near him is also like he's not a hikikomori but he's like a uh, he's a huge nerd and he's in mm-hmm. he's basically a weeb uh he he makes like he's trying to make a, uh, a hentai game and <laughs> that's basically what his his friend is helping him make. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, like it goes through uh, all these other uh, like. Th- then there's this girl he uh, reconnects with who we went to high school with, and she's in in this in this crazy cult and all that. Basically, all this random stuff happens to him. It's 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 a pretty funny show, uh, but it's also a very depressing show. Like it can be very funny, but it can also be like really serious at times, and because it, it kind of tackles the whole like loneliness thing. And right. uh, yeah, it, it just it gets really fucking real at times. I'm like, God damn, I relate so much to this, and it makes me want to kill myself. Oh no! <laughs> I'm, oh, exag- no. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> All right, I, oh boy. There's something that I didn't bring up actually that I am very surprised no one mentioned. So we didn't uh, even talk about any mecha anime at all. Gundam. I was going to I was going to bring Gundam it up. Is the easiest one. Gundam. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I the only one I liked before before watching Gundam was Code Geass, and mainly because I liked the characters, and yeah, it, it reminded me so much yeah. of Death Note. Um, Belush is basically Belush. like Yagami. Yeah, right, he, as a younger yeah. kid. Uh, but I I started like not too long ago. I started like I was like you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to the original Gundam and watch it because I wanted to tr- give it a try. And I didn't think I would like it, but I really ended up liking it. And it's not just because of the mechas, even though the mechs are cool. Uh, like it, I really like the, uh, the the theme of how it how it really like you think it because at first I thought it was going to be more of a show for kids, and that's kind of what you think before you watch it. But it's really fucking not like it gets really dark. It's uh, it's it's a really serious war drama, and it like tackles like what war does to people. Like Amuro gets really like his his mental state uh, deteriorates kind of throughout the series uh, and you see how it affects him and the people around him like it's uh, it, it's not as as like you know kid friendly as you might you know right. I think that's like a misconception people have they're like oh it's just like Transformers it's like no it's not it's not at all actually like it's uh, uh, especially the, the series that comes after it uh, Zeta Gundam uh, Zeta Gundam is even darker than the original series and it, it, it tackles stuff like human experimentation and and some of the the really heinous shit that like uh, people can can do in order to try to you know to try to dominate the other side in a war. Uh, it's uh, but th- th- that's what I what really drew me to the series. Uh, but you know, despite how old they are and the the uh, the animation being very like you know obviously not very up to date, uh, right. it's, it's still a very good like it's still a very good uh, series with interesting story. Iron Iron Blood Orphan is a really good one it's a it's one of the most yeah. recent i think the gundam animes it, it is yeah 
Yeah, I, I, I like the first yeah. season of it. I, I didn't really care as much for the second season, to be honest. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, that and Wing. I think Wing is the one that got Oh, uh, Gundam Wing was... Yeah, that's the, like, most mainstream, the one that people know the most from, uh, Toonami. Yeah. I think, uh, one other one that one, but everyone also is Zoids. Oh, so I remember, oh, yeah. remember Zoids. Nice. I Zoids. <laughs> Like Me and my cousin nobody, love nobody that show. No, I feel old. That's why. They're supposed to like. They had something about they're gonna bring it back in Cartoon Network again, and they never. Uh, nothing ever really. happened. Oh man, yeah. They like it was. I guess it was like several different series. Like I um. Like there was there was one uh, iteration of Zoids that was on Toonami, but then they had another one that was on right after Adult Swim at like six o'clock in the morning or like five or something like that. I don't I don't remember much of it, but that was the one that I watched and it was really good. Mm-hmm. We we didn't even bring up any of the card game animes like Yu-Gi-Oh. Nah, hold on. You know, you know what we didn't even, bring up? Before we do even, that, I gotta hit chaos with this. Chaos. Mm-hmm. You haven't mentioned your favorite, Evangelion. Congratulations! Congratulations! I'll give. I understand why people like Evangelion, but I feel like it's an incredibly One Punch Man, everyone. One Punch is good. I have a gripe with season two. Oh, season two was bad. I haven't watched it, but I know who the hell doesn't know what Evangelion is, even if you haven't watched it. Everybody knows what Evangelion is. It started out really promising, in my opinion, but the endings really got so fucking weird, dude. A lot of it has to do with Hideki Anno himself. You gotta, like, watch each one and, like, try to figure out what's going on. It's really... Honestly, I think uh, Evangelion... While it's still so popular, I think the reason why, like, because I think there's like a rising movement of people that think it's kind of overrated. I think that might be is like just this anime might be out of its time. Like, I think it was really important for the time it was produced. Well, statements aren't as strong. I went from the show to end of Evangelion, and uh, oh. when Shinji was fapping over the unconscious <laughs> body, I was like, what the fuck is this? We've taken the darkest turn. <laughs> oh my god. You didn't think that was going to happen. Well, here you go. <laughs> oh, that's how I like feel that. right now. That was so well timed. Sorry, it's uh, my, my room. About something. I don't know what it is. That was fantastic. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what oh, am I watching, man? Jesus. <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to get out of this? Other than that, Shinji is a fucking creep. Oh, my I've, I've, I've tried to look up like what well we what, already know he's a bitch he's a bitch the whole show I, I've tried to look up the explanation for end of Evangelion and you can never get like one concrete answer everybody has yeah. a different interpretation of what it means and I mean maybe that I feel like it's a good and a bad thing because it's like well what I, I don't know uh, Was it, wasn't Steins Gate the same way hmm? wasn't Steins Gate the same way as far as like uh, I remember uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I guess. Well, I mean, I, you mean like in how it's open to interpretation? Or? Yeah. Y'all forgot uh, how, how was it? 
Stein, housing I, I guess you could say it kind of is because like obviously they're they're messing with time travel and time travel mm-hmm. is kind of you know uh, it's a it's a hard subject Touchy to really subject, yeah. get right yeah one thing uh, that i i remember reading uh recently ish is that um like japanese audience like the reason why we might get more like or just endings that are more unsatisfying for us as a western audience like i think it's i read somewhere that it was like a cultural thing in japan that they they don't need like their their endings to have everything neatly wrapped tightly with a bow like the japanese audience might just like like endings that are up to interpretation so Mm -hmm. um that just might be i've heard that somewhere too um Well, I think I think I've heard somewhere that they have a very different approach to how they tackle like the hero's journey type story, which is what a lot of our our narratives and stories have been based upon. Uh, they right. have a very different idea when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh, oh yeah, but yeah, uh, Ren pointed out. Uh, I don't. I can't believe I forgot about this because this was a really good show. Uh, Devil Man Cry Baby. That's that, it, that was a really good. It messed show. me up, man. Like I'm not gonna lie to you because yeah. it, it just like I didn't expect it for the animation style. I I wasn't like, hey, it just yeah. Didn't, man. It it's really a good. it's a really weird animation style, but like it's uh yeah the show is really good. Uh, like the club scene, like just how's it going? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think the part that fucked me up the most was that dude's uh, child that turned into a demon. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. It gets worse after that. I was yeah, like, it gets really crazy yeah. at the end. The ending was like, he he did, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, a lot of Devilman was kind of like, I remember the uh, hearing the original creator it was like a commentary on the Vietnam War or something like that. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, thanks for giving me PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Any other animes that we didn't mention, like Beyblade, Kappa? Well, we were touching on Yu-Gi-Oh before. You, uh, have you ever heard of Duel Masters? I, you and Dom would get along. I watched, okay, I watched a lot of Monster Rancher as a kid. Um, that was yes, I did watch Digimon. Like those were the ones that were like back before Freeform was like ABC, even before ABC Family. It was when it was Fox Family. Um, yeah, they they, in the morning they played Monster Rancher and they played uh, Digimon, and I watched those a lot as a kid, like before school. I had that philosophy. I'm like, you know what? I just want to watch anything else but Pokemon because I got so tired of it at one point. I was, I'm they like, you know what? Give me still, anything. It's still going, fam. When they did, yeah. the, they did Red's adaption for Pokemon, it was actually pretty well done. But I was like, you know what? I'm watching Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm watching Digimon. I'm watching Monster Rancher. I can't stand Pokemon anymore at this rate. I'm going to turn a lot of people against me by saying this, but I'm, I, I think I'm like the only person who just doesn't really care about Pokemon anymore. Uh, I, I used to. But, yeah. Uh, I like Pokemon for just the way... Like, cause it's it's a popular social game, and I know I like a lot that. of um, like I guess I am drawn to popular social games not because, but just because like those are games that I don't have to convince people to get in order to play them with me. So mm-hmm. um, so it's just like with Pokemon, like even though Pokemon is fine, like it's if anything, it's it's a fun RPG. Um, yeah. 
you know, those are games that have gained so much popularity that, you know, I don't have, like, my friends typically just have them, so those are fun things that I can play with my friends without having to put a whole bunch of energy into being like, well, okay, there's this, there's this one game I really like, and I think we, we would all really enjoy it, you know, like, that's, it's just <laughs> so much work, nobody listens to me. I, I, um, I went back and actually watched JoJo, the 90s version of JoJo, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> and... God damn it. Yeah. I, I was I was hoping you know what it's okay we can talk about Fist of the North Star man. I was I was hoping the whole podcast no one would mention JoJo <laughs> Fist of the North Star Look, is the goat of JoJo it is it, I, I love it I I know I know JoJo is so popular it's so so popular but I am an art style snob and I fucking hate. 80s just anime style so i have never been able to get into it i just look at it and i'm like i hate it i'm just too nostalgic for it really i don't you don't like the 80s art style or the 80s anime art style no uh i am not a fan but uh like literally uh my favorite anime style is literally a 90s mid 90s to late 90s anime is my favorite art style just that um yeah, your uh, um, oh god, uh, Evangelion or e- Evangelion, whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, those are like my favorite art styles. Cowboy Bebop yeah. is right there for me too. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, what the what's his name? I forgot. Who voices Spike. I was all tip my tongue again. Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom. Yeah, he kills it, man. I love that dude so much. He does so many voices. Wolverine. He does a a good amount of voices. Wasn't he like the Nolan North of anime? Chris Sabat's another one that does a lot of different uh, anime voices in like recent anime now. Yeah. Outside of Vegeta, I'm like, you know, I it took me for a long time to realize he was Kuwabara, and I was like, oh my god, Mm -hmm. I love this man. He's um, Uh, he's uh, what's his face? Uh, All Might. In, uh, my yeah, that one I could tell. Yo, are you ready for that My Hero Academia movie coming out? Oh, the second one? Oh my god, yeah. the first one was so good. The first I still one. Don't need to see so the good. first one actually. It was. It was. It's worth the ending and the whole entire like lead up was actually really good. Hey, Marvel, DC, take notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it funny that more people are like? And I think My Hero Academia is actually more popular in the West right now than it like, is. most of the Marvel. Yeah, it's manga's oh, more it popular is. than any of our comics. Yeah, My well, Hero. Oh, man. I think it's because it's the same but different to what, to what we as a culture were responding to. Like, yeah, we were real mm-hmm. into Marvel for a minute, but, you know, then... Uh, then Stupid people the, became in charge. That's, that's the that's problem. Stupid people. <laughs> I think this happens with anything that gets popular yeah like, you say that you I, have it's, anime. it's a little bit of both i i think yeah. it's a little bit of both like it's it's the it's it's the whole marvel brand kind of being mismanaged and also just that anime and manga have pretty much taken off in popularity uh yeah so but you have people yeah. in charge of animes and then you have funimation being a studio so i think yeah. any corporation <laughs> that takes over is going to have people that probably won't like it well, I think it's just um, that 
like the where I was trying to go with it earlier is that um, things like Marvel, like a lot of people were really enjoying it, but now we're seeing that popularity wane because it it's being commodified. Um, I guess I it was it was being commodified before, but it's being now it's being over commodified. Now it's being over um, like oversaturation. Yes, it's being oversaturated um, to just to just keep you know hitting that money making pinata, and so now people are starting to migrate toward something that is similar to Marvel, like where we still get those heroes, we still get the power, the epic stories, but it's a little bit more different. niche, yeah. Yeah, it, but it's it hasn't been over commodified the way yeah. that Marvel has. Also, to what it. people are actually here for. Marvel and DC Comics, look at both of you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't need to explain. People know what I'm talking about with that. Uh, uh, what do you think I brought up in the first place, Shane? I mean, you can look at movies like Joker, too. Like, it's it's so different from, you know, the typical uh, superhero, popcorn-munching superhero movie. Uh, and I think that's why a lot of people really, really enjoyed it. Um, even then, at least that's stuck to generally what people were looking for. Even if it's a little yeah. different, it's like it's, I, not, it's, it's going still to like, certain territory. Even though it's a different interpretation of the character, it's still like very faithful to the character of Joker, without well, without specifically being like, well, Batman needs to be in this movie. Uh, you know, he didn't need to be in the movie. Even that interpretation, people got wrong. I think um, they went in expecting it to be a Batman movie by association, and that's going to happen because. Mm-hmm. That usually happens with the general audience anyway, not expecting uh, what's going to happen and expecting something else. So I, yeah, don't don't mention Suicide Squad. But, but you just did it yourself, right? You're always some kind of suicide squad. No, but I think you're always gonna have your general sort of comic book movie, and then you'll have the ones that are dark that try to do something different, and you'll have those people that don't understand at first, but they'll probably love the movie over time. My the my one thing that I'll say about I am pleased that it ended up being a good movie, but. At the same time, uh, me as like uh, just like a comic book person is I personally think Joker shouldn't have a backstory. Like, I, I yeah. there's so many different interpretations though. Yeah, it's yeah. even so that's why he doesn't need a, a backstory. Even in Dark Knight, like his yeah. backstory yeah. was not like consistent from what from what I noticed at least because he always exactly. made up something. Yeah. So so I kind of like that as multiple choice to be honest. They they touched on it in the comics too. Joker. Uh, they had a Batman series where there was like uh, multiple different Jokers, and they were like, which one is actually him? Yeah, that's know. why I feel like comics are such a mess. Like it's there, there's there's so many Elseworlds versions of a character, and there's so many like different way different writers behind a character. It's like it's it never really feels like it's there's one like can canonical. Uh, when you throw in a multiverse into anything, yeah. that's a good yeah. yeah, they they do multiverses to uh, keep the lore going. That's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think with the Joker specifically, so that the fact that he's so thick, the the greatest detectives Moriarty or whatever, just not knowing what happened to make him happen made to make him happen makes him such a more sinister villain mm. you know where it's just like 
like everybody's curious like what made him go so crazy and you're you just never know that's why i like that he like doesn't really have a backstory it's like you'll never know what happened to him to you know make him like this and that makes it more sinister and kind of scary about him Uh, or like you know like mystery really can't add a lot to a character Mm. like that like i mean I, i feel like people can make that same argument for like darth vader or something like why do we need to know uh, that he was Anakin before this. Who cares? You know, like it, it, you know, it, it makes him much more intimidating. Uh, but then you can also say, well, it added so much to his uh, to who right. he is a character for that same reason. I think um, the whole dynamic Luke took over, and they were like, oh, well, by the way, hey, it's your father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> No. Okay, so now we should probably re-divert back to anime. Yeah, <laughs> that would be better. We can cut that whole part out. No, no, just just keep it. In. It is it, it is an after-hours run. We don't have to really, you know, always. We'll stay have on to top stick to the script. Yeah. Okay. It's not it, it, on the other podcast where there's clearly like a document. Then yeah, I would say don't diverge too much. But it's after hours, so it's like you can diverge how much you want. Okay. I, don't, I don't want to talk about Harley Quinn. Let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. I saw about. some clips of the Harley Quinn show, and I'll be honest, I kind of laughed. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is gonna be a. Birds of Prey is gonna be another. Yeah. <laughs> I think Birds of Prey is going to be a. I think uh, I think Birds of Prey is going to be asleep. I it's think gonna it's going to be a sleep sleeper hit. Yeah, I think uh, I I know a Resident lot of people sleeper. aren't. Uh, I I know not a lot of people are expecting a whole lot of um, a whole lot out of Birds of Prey, but I think um, I think. Not necessarily that people have learned from their mistakes, but I think the departures that they've made thematically from uh, from Suicide Squad are going to be good. Like, especially just like, I think Harley Quinn is a really robust, cool character without the Joker. <laughs> like, yeah, I, she can be. I, I think the issue is that it's the it's the uh, Holly, uh, it's the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. I think is what a lot of people are. I don't. I don't think that. Suicide Squad Harley Quinn was bad. I think Suicide Squad mm. was bad. I think the thing but, there is. Uh, when they do this dynamic of taking her away from the Joker and you feel like she loses something in the process, I think that's when they don't write Harley to be well because it's like uh, what makes her awesome and independent on her own as opposed to having this abusive relationship with the Joker and not noticing that she's being kind of fucked over. And it's cool when she notices that she is. Uh, that's why I kind of like her writing in Injustice One, where she's like in the other verse, she's like, "Well, oh, oh, fuck yeah. Joker, I'm, I'm I had enough of him. I'm gonna kill him now because uh, she knows that he's been using her the whole time." Injustice Two, they really like touched on it too with the Harley Quinn like like going into her own. She's like, they I did don't... that. I like how they do that instead of yeah. Like, but when they do it like on the Harley Quinn show, where uh, you get riveting jokes like this guy shitting out an orange seed in the jail cell. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what are they doing? I don't like yeah. this at all, dude. I think what DC messes up a lot is that they don't, I think what Marvel does really well is includes their shows into a lot of things they do. I yeah. like, cause DC has a really good thing going with like the whole like Arrowverse they have going on with their TV shows right mm-hmm. now. And they should include that. I'm like, 
the Flash, the Arrow, Black Lightning, all those shows they have going on right now are really good. I heard the CW think... has been loafing a bit because of shit yeah. like Batwoman. Yeah, Batwoman. Yeah. Uh, they just threw in there. Oh, I think... oh, so... Go ahead. Oh, I was just about to say, I, I think DC copy Marvel's success. I think I mean, it's the other way around with their characters, right? Because yeah. most Marvel characters are architectures of DC characters. It's well, just that guess, Marvel got more popular in the process because of the movies. Yeah. Well, what I mean, I guess now, like as far as the movie verse goes, like you see what just hard to catch up to Avengers. Oh yeah. They just rushed everything, and they're oh, like, "Here's our Avengers that you like. We haven't had any build up for, and I, it turned out to be a bad movie." I, mean, I, I said this. We've had build up for years because Well, I mean, Batman ever. did, but we need to build up the rest of the freaking team, right? That is oh, yeah. true. Yeah, like like I always said this. Like DC was better doing their own thing as opposed to trying to copy the MCU. Yeah. You know. It's all the success, and they just try to hop on it. But yeah. mean, it doesn't really work. We yeah, have Justice League with Superman with a messed up chin now, and everyone wants a Snyder <laughs> Cut just because. I, yeah. I Here's here's my thing with the whole Snyder Cut. Like, I, I just... Is it really going to fix the movie? Like, I mean, no. how much do we really know about it? Is, is, is it a substantially different movie from what we got in the final product? Because from what I understand, too, uh, Zack Snyder left, like, halfway through writing the script or something. So it's not even a finished script. So what I mean, what we would get is an unfinished product. So I'm not really sure why people are like I think really like going out. This, I think like at this point, they just want anything, anything else yeah. except for. It, I mean, I just think people need to accept it wasn't a good movie. I just. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will say that like the importance of how people edit a movie is is su- like not a lot of people how realize how important editing is like in um in justice league i believe it's justice league or it was either batman v superman is one of the beginning scenes where batman is like uh hangs someone off the roof or something like that i can't i can't remember what the exact i'm sorry batman v superman i think yeah Yeah. it might one of those uh (laughs) but um like that scene when it was filmed was a comedic scene but it was edited mm-hmm. by whoever took over to be a more serious scene so like yeah. if Zack Snyder is in charge of editing for his cut it could be a completely different movie like it just depends on how those scenes are edited and cut together because that completely can change a tone I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say this for the record the original cut of the Snyder cut is supposed to be four hours long fam if that movie is terrible <laughs> I'm not sitting through that I can't no. I mean okay if if it's four hours and they like you know they they take that time to build up the character whatever like was the flaws of the original movie and they actually like address the issues in that time then sure but if it's like four hours of fluff or whatever that four hours is it's like well what the hell is the point of yeah being four if hours? i get another like hey your mom's martha my mom's martha <laughs> <laughs> i don't martha know. martha you're <laughs> killing martha why you mention her name why'd you say that name you have a martha too <laughs> oh, i forgot we're supposed to be talking about anime oh so uh hey, we really man, got we went off topic <laughs> it's after hours <laughs> 
Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, maybe one, one less off topic. Uh, you could, you could so you'd turn that into the One Punch Man uh, topic. Yes, sir. Please, <laughs> please. Yeah. Um, I actually, I will say, um, it's been about an hour, so I, I kind of have to go. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Uh, just plug your like socials, and we'll finish talking about One Punch Man, and we'll sign off. <laughs> Give us All the right. shameless plug. Yes. Sounds good. Shameless plug. Uh, you can find me. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as Haylocity, H-A-Y-L-O-C-I-T-Y. Um, once again, I am Halo. It was great talking with all of you. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. We will. Likewise. See you later. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. All right. What about this uh, One Punch Man here? Because I have not watched a single oh, episode. Season, season two was not. It was not what i want uh, so avoid season two season one has like some pretty amazing animation quality but season two they really dropped the ball they uh they changed animation studios and then i think they also have different people working on the animation so it just doesn't look nearly as good as oh, i guess it was guess who they uh were making doing the season two anim- animations for or mm-hmm. fucking uh i hear to- toei is doing the animation for oh. season two as an outsource that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I didn't like season two as much as the first, but I still liked parts of it. I don't know. Yeah, like the story is still things. fine, I think, but like the yeah, like the animation quality took a huge dip. Um, the manga. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, One Punch Man. I guess for anybody that doesn't know, is just basically a parody of of like you know the whole superhero genre. Uh, the the whole joke, of course, is that Saitama is just can just finish a fight with one punch and all he needs is just to punch somebody he wants to to, uh, to beat them uh but the whole joke is that he's you know while he wants to be a hero he's also you know he's bored because he can't he's he's so op like he beats people so easily that he just he wants a yes. real fight and he can't find one that's what i like about the series yeah it- is there anyone, then, like, without any specific spoilers or character names or whatever, is there anyone that actually does challenge him a little bit? Uh, the guy, kind of the guy at the end of, of the first season a little bit, and, uh, I guess you could maybe say, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not, I haven't gotten to the point in the manga, or I don't know if they do fight, but I, I think if, if they did fight, maybe Garo, maybe? They, I don't know if Garo's gotten, have they, has he him yet? I don't. Uh, I know he's in season two. He is. I don't think they fought. I guess they don't fight. But yeah, like if they did, I I think you know. He hasn't gone close. Let's just say that. No, Garu tried something and uh, at some point, but it's not like it's more of like a little like scene and then it just like ends. Hmm. I'm gonna have to watch that after this because I've always been curious to watch it, but I'm like I never got around to it. That's a good show. Yeah, now that I recently got into Demon Slayer, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to spam my horizons and watch some new shit. So, uh, I think we're good enough to close out this podcast. So, this is our discussion on uh, classic and modern anime and what we thought about it. Well, we kind of got sidetracked, but, you know, after hours it happens. So, we're going to do these outros here. So, where can we find you, Cal? Um, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff, and YouTube. What about you, Kaneki? You can find me uh, killing myself at <laughs> Google Order on Twitter, <laughs> Twitch, and YouTube. 
because fuck you, Capcom. I am not giving you my twenty-five bucks for female tranny Seth. Oh, I saw. I <laughs> didn't see that. I, I saw. I was like, well, it's Seth. Uh, Shout out to Reapers who called it. That what? Seth would be a girl? No, that Seth would be revealed. Period. Like, to be fair, I also had character. that assumption too. I was like, I bet it will be. I didn't like, think they would boss. change or the like, character so drastically. I'm like, can, what is this? He can be Street Fighter Four Seth, or he could be this new female thing, and I don't get it. Like he could switch. I don't know how that works. Oh Fucking weird. man, if it was a whole new character that looked like Seth, but you know, different, you know, personality, different move set, whatever, fine. But no, I don't like Seth. Yeah, they did that in Tekken with Master Raven, so it's just kind of weird to be honest but uh let's continue on to the outros here so captain chaos where can we find you you can find me on both twitter and on bitshoot at captain chaos anything else to plug oh uh yeah you can find me uh well you can i also do have a patreon i guess i should mention that more i keep forgetting um uh, it is Enigmatic Arts. Uh, I do paintings for people. I do commissions if people are interested in that. Uh, you know, I do not have any. Unfortunately, I don't have any patrons at the moment. So I mean, you know, if you're interested, it's uh, I, it starts at five bucks. So it's not uh, insanely expensive. But you know, yeah. All right, and you can yeah. find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. You can find me on Twitch, Renegade Operative. All, all my socials are on my Twitter anyway at Ren underscore no, Operative. Not. Yes, it is. Shut up. Uh, no, I, I will be uploading this shortly as well as uh, waiting until Jump Festa, which is this sort of convention on the 22nd of next Sunday. Uh, they will be talking about more Resident Evil 3 gameplay, and supposedly Capcom's going to reveal a new game. We don't know what it is, but I if it's really good, I'm probably going to be doing some breakdowns with Dom on it, so look forward right, to we'll that. School. Please. I I hope is like a really good fight. I think Capcom does need to make like a good fighting game eventually because SNK are fighting in division still low. Yeah, yep. SNK are like molly whopping them right now. Yo. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna. Fight s- team. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say real quick. We're gonna sign out, people. Hopefully, you enjoyed this podcast. And once again, take care. Whoop! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your Yu Hakusho, damn it. <laughs>